All right, Pete, we're back as promised for the NXT 25 TakeOver Results Show. Man, was it a freaking awesome show. Everybody was afraid and said that NXT TakeOver was going to get, you know, smelt. It was just going to get looked over because everybody's still talking about double or nothing. But forget about it. Anytime TakeOver puts on a show or pretty much NXT in general, it's going to be gold. And this one definitely was. I just seen some polls on Twitter and all that. They were asking what's better, double or nothing or TakeOver 25. And I was going to bet my left nut that everybody was going to take over double or nothing. The ones I see now, people are saying TakeOver 25 which is what's up. I love AEW. The name of the channel is AEW Insider. I mean, obviously. But I know wrestling is wrestling. I'm a fan. And NXT is where it's at. So let's get to it. Uh, it was a great pre-show. The addition of Pat McAfee and my dog Sam Roberts is amazing. At the end of the pre-show, Thomas Ciampa came out, and the place went apeshit. I mean apeshit for Ciampa. He took it, he drank it all in, man, and he loved every minute of it. He climbed on the announcer's table, he said, this is my house, and he said, I'm your champ, and the crowd definitely agreed. So we can't wait for Ciampa to make a comeback, because he was an amazing champion. Uh, the first match to kick it off was my dog Roderick Strong versus Matt Riddle. This match should have been up way higher on the card because these guys are just ridiculous. It started off super slow, but the last few minutes of the match was a spot fest. It got friggin' awesome. Roddy dominated and he should have won, of course, but in the end they gave it to Matt Riddle, which is trash. I legit see Matt Riddle miss at least three kicks and the chest palm, a uh, chest to the, uh, excuse me, to a uh, chest palm to Roddy's chest. It just pisses me off. Matt Riddle's got a great record, you know, UFC and all that great background. He's gonna be a star, but if you followed Roderick Strong before before he got to WWE. I mean, please, there's no comparison. But the winner of the opening match was Matt Riddle. Uh, next was the championship match for the vacant NXT Tag Team Championship belts. It was a ladder match. It was Danny Burch and Oni Larkin versus the Street Profits versus the Forgotten Sons versus Undisputed's Bobby Fish and Kylo O'Reilly, a.k.a. Red Dragon. Um, you guys know, guys know I picked Street Profits. Uh, if you listened to the last show, you did anyway. If not, you guys better listen and go back and listen to them. If not, help brother out. We got bills to pay. My kid needs sneakers. No, I'm only joking. But what a great effing match. I mean, how can a ladder match not be a must-see? There were so many back-and-forth spots. All the teams got their spots to shine, of course. And I would figure they were going to give it to the Forgotten Sons. And toward the end of the match, it looked that way. Their leader, Riker, came out, and he wrecked effing shop. I mean, he cleared the ring, and he made way for his boys to be able to climb up their ladder and claim the tag team gold. Uh, he beat Buff for a while, but after a while, Red Dragon, aka Undisputed's Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, kicked his ass, and the race for the gold was back on. In the end, Blake of the Forgotten Sons was climbing the ladder all alone. He ascended it, and he was about to grab the belt, and out of nowhere, Montez of the Street Profits jumped off the, the turnbuckle top rope, landed on the ladder, Punched Blake in his face. Blake fell off. He reached up and he got both of the belts. So finally, and well, 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 well deserved, your new NXT Tag Team Champions, my boys, the main bokus, the Street Profits. Fuck yes, boys. Well deserved. All right, then it was Tyler Breeze versus the Velveteen Dream for the North American title. As always, 
Both of the entrances kicked ass. Breeze came out with his Prince Pretty gimmick, and the Dream came out with like a tribute to Prince, the artist. He was dressed just like him. That's what he looked like to me, Prince. But what an effing match. The Dream is gold, but Breeze has not been entertaining since the last episode of the Fashion Squad before since uh, Fandango got injured. He is good, and I'm glad they got him back to NXT where he shines. Uh, I knew he wasn't going to win, but they put on a heck of a show. A little more than halfway through the match, he took the Dream's uh, version of the DDT, uh, Tyler Breeze was legit bleeding out of his ear. The announcers are saying it could be something wrong inside his head, his equilibrium could be thrown off, and I think it really was, because after a little bit later, there was a spot where Velveteen Dream was on the top, rows, top rope, and uh, Tyler Breeze went to give him a hurricanrana, and literally, he missed by like five feet. He was nowhere even near him. So I think really his equilibrium was screwed up. It was pretty friggin' nuts. He missed by like a mile. Uh, Dream had the, Dream hopped off the top rope and had to cover him, you know what I mean, to cover up the spot. It was crazy. It was a great effort match, but in the end, of course, the Velveteen Dream kept his title, and now uh, Tyler Breeze wanted him to pose for a selfie. If I was a Dream, I wouldn't do it, because last time Breeze snuck him, but they didn't. They showed each other mad respect. They posed for the selfie, and it was definitely an awesome match like we knew it would be. Excuse me. Next up was Shayna Blazer versus Baszler versus EO. Shayna walked from the back with her boys behind her, the four horsewomen, they gave each other fist pounds, and she left them backstage. But you knew they were going to come out anyway. They always do. Uh, the match was much better than I expected. Uh, well, excuse me. Baszler's cronies came out, like I said they would, you know, when Baszler was in trouble. Uh, and then, you know what I mean? They, uh, excuse me, Candlest, I can't even talk. I apologize. So the match is boring a little bit. Uh, when uh, Baylor, Baszler, when Shayna Baszler needed them, her girls ran out from the back, and right behind them came out Eos back up which is Candlest LeRae she beat the dog crap out of him with that kendo stick the last week two weeks they've been using that kendo stick like crazy these ladies but anyway she beat up Shayna's back up and she was outside just watching in the ring I didn't know why she didn't get in and help her uh EO came for a chance to hand oh EO uh, excuse me Candice LeRae whipped them both with chairs, I mean, with the Kendall stick in her back. After that, they went back and forth. Uh, excuse me, Baser, EO actually went for a finishing move. Baszler actually reversed it and put her in their finisher. Baszler had her in their finisher, the Coquita Clutch, for literally probably about three or four minutes. So watch a live TV time, that's a long time. EO never tapped out, but she literally passed out. It was insane. So what does she do? She regains her consciousness, and like a poor effing loser, she attacks Shayna Baszler. She calls for Candice LeRae to throw her a chair from under the ring. She goes to the top rope. She does a moonsault off the top rope with the steel chair, and lands right on Baszler, crashed right down on her. She left her lying in a ring, broken, it was broken, she had welts along her back, and the NXT crowd kept chanting, you deserve it. It wasn't nice at all, it wasn't nice. I don't care how wrong, how mean Baszler is, she doesn't deserve that. And people are complaining because she doesn't lose the belt, they're calling her Brock Lesnar wrestling, which is retarded. None of those women on that roster, besides uh, Bianca Belair, and she's still too young, deserves to be woman NXT champion. None of them's put any work in. The only one that's carried that title and has made a huge, a huge, huge strides and leaps in her progression, who's awesome, is Shayna Baszler. So you guys can get mad. Until about SummerSlam, she's going to hold on to the belt until her and Undisputed and them get called up. So hold it down. Uh, in the commercial, NXT has a takeover coming up. It's their second
second one is the NXT UK, I should say. It's going to be effing awesome. It's um, being held August 31st. Uh, so that'll be their second, like I said, and here's the 23 more, right, at NXT UK. Uh, and as always, it said Triple H will be on Facebook right after TakeOver to discuss what happened on TakeOver. I think maybe once, if not twice, out of 25 TakeOvers, he, he ever was on right after. Whenever you go to watch it after, he never shows up for hours. You're just sitting there waiting, or he doesn't even come on to the next day. So we'll see what happens. All right, then it was the final match of the night. It was my main dog, Adam Cole Bebe, versus Johnny Gargano for the NXT World Championship belt. My dog, Adam Cole, deserves that belt. Um, but I don't think it, it's, he really does, but I thought it was Johnny's time, you know what I mean? I mean, it's Johnny's time to have it. Johnny always loses. He just got the belt, so they got to give it to him for a while, right? Uh, Cole's entrance was awesome. He came out with a rapper. At first, I was like, what the hell is this? But once the rapper opened his mouth, I remembered a couple months ago, I shared a video on Twitter that I seen there, and it was this rapper who made up lyrics to the Undisputed Steam music, and it was him. He did a solid job. It was very cool. And uh, as expected, those two, Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole, took their house off. Uh, Gargano came down, and he actually had a Captain Marvel gear on, which I think is gay. Because even though Captain Marvel used to bot, be a guy, he is betrayed by a woman now, and it's just stupid. He looks super, super gay. His Venom outfit that he had on was awesome, but it looks stupid. And I don't mean gay to offend gay people or anything like that. Anything goes, you know what I mean? As long as you don't come and touch me or come in my territory, I don't care what you do. Pay taxes, raise a family, be as gay as you like. When I say gay, I just mean, you know, it's friggin' slang. It's been using all that. Maybe it's a bad word, but his outfit was lame. I apologize. It was super lame. He was Captain Marvel. You gotta peep it out. He was stupid. Um, as expected, the roof tore, uh, these people tore the roof off the house. They started off hot. They had a nice multi-reversal spot, ending with Cole going for his finisher. He tried to end the match just like he did in their first match he won at their one to three matchup that they had. After that, Gargano took the lead for a while. Later on, they had uh, excuse me, a really nice back-and-forth super kick spot and when it ended the NXT universe went bananas my dog Cole kept trying to hit his Panama sunrise or sunset I always think forget the word I think it's I always say sunset I think it's sunrise but literally it's his uh, excuse me his signature move he'll stand on like the middle turnbuckle he'll do a backflip when he lands on his feet he flips them over and drops them right on her head it's sick so he kept going for that a bunch of bunch of times but he kept well, he kept missing you know what I mean uh, uh, what you call it? And, uh, excuse me, I just can't much because I read this. I type this all out and I'm reading it. When I stop and I give my own insight, which you got to do, I lose my spot. Uh, like I said, and then, um, all right, my dog kept trying to hit his Panama Sunrise or Sunset. And if you've seen it, if you haven't seen it, it's a must. It's awesome to watch. You got to check that move out. Then it was an amazing spot when Johnny flew through the ropes to the outside. His feet even got caught a little bit through the ropes, but Cole caught a mid-air with a super kick. If you remember, it was months ago. I think it was SummerSlam we were there. I forget who he was fighting. But somebody jumped out of mid-air. And Adam, I think it was Velveteen Dream. I forget. And Adam Cole kicked him right in mid-air with a super kick. And it was ridiculous. Maybe it was TakeOver Philly we were at with um, Alistair Black. I forget. But it's a thing of beauty. His super kicks are a thing of beauty. They're a thing to see. Um, after that, he went to the outside apron. Uh, excuse me. Gargano was on the floor. And he 
finally hit his Panama Sunset. He jumped off the ringside apron, did his flip, and Jacques Gargano right on his neck on the apron floor. It was effing epic. Then after that, there was a lot of back and forth in the ring. Gargano hit Cole with his finisher, but Adam reversed it right away and put him in it. But you knew he wasn't going to beat him with his own move. Uh, Cole hit him with his signature then. He did. He finally got, finally, uh, excuse me, again, inside the ring anyway. He got the Panama Sunrise or Sunset off. After that, he took his uh, knee pad off. He followed him up with his running exposed knee, and it was one, two, three. Your winner of the main event, and for NXT TakeOver 25, your new NXT World Champion, my main dog, my main boo Adam Cole, Bebe. And it's well-deserved, bro. For real, for real, man. I followed you all before you signed with WWE. I'm glad they're treating you guys right, what you guys deserve. They're not burying you and shitting on you like they do with all the other amazing talent that they get. And this is a long time coming, brother. You deserve this. I thought they were going to let you go without being champ and just pull you up to the main roster and let you do your thing. But the Adam Cole and Undisputed, man, congratulations. You guys are the bomb. Um, I got some news. I got tons and tons of news, but I said this was a result show. I put three shows out this week alone already but i got news for you guys man my stuff about hurricane helms a bunch of stuff what have you so definitely tune in i'll be back soon enough for some more shows like i said i do apologize when i get caught up i literally typed this out beforehand because i don't want to forget forget the great info to give to you guys and then when i'm reading something i stop and i give you my insight i go to go back i lose my plate and i'm stuck place then i'm stuttering like an idiot but it's all good you guys have been sticking with me the numbers have been great please continue to stick with me i'll continue to keep putting this out and we'll keep rocking and rolling remember it's the aew insider check us out on facebook and twitter all social media youtube what have you check out my boy two tooth on jabba jabba wrestling universe but we'll be back as soon as i can thank you for joining us like share uh excuse me subscribe to this uh also if you're a female I'm looking for a female co-host. No pervy shit or anything like that. You could do it from your house phone on your cell phone. You don't even have to be in the same state. You could be in a different country. But if you are a female and you are passionate about wrestling and you know your stuff, definitely hit me up on one of the media platforms. I'm looking for a female host. I love doing the show. I do it, do it. But it'd be a lot better and it'd be a lot longer if I had somebody to talk to and bounce back and forth off of. So if you're looking to be a female co-host on this amazing AEW Insider show definitely hit me up and we'll go from there uh once again this is lee benz and this is the aew insider definitely join our groups on facebook or on twitter you know hit me up if you need anything we'll be back soon it was an awesome takeover 25 guys man takeover is where it's at it's awesome but i'll be back soon peace peeps ciao